0: Welcome to Conversations with Ask Ash. Conversations with Ask Ash focuses on people, processes, and outcomes. Ashley dives into everyday conversations around work efficiency, team productivity, and project execution. Let's get into the show. And now, your host, Ashley Shuler. Ashley Shuler. What's happening, everyone? This is Ashley Shuler, your host of Conversations with Ask Ash. And I'm excited for another episode where we are talking about the communication breakdown. this That's the name of the season. That's the name of the season, the communication breakdown. The title of this episode is called How to Create a Communications Plan. Huh? How to create a communications plan. And let me tell you, I know that you've just been buckling up through this one, folks. Well, actually I've been, let's just be honest. I have talked a lot about through my live streams, through my content, all about the importance of creating a communications plan. I believe, it is my belief It is my belief, let me say it one more time, it is my belief that you should plan for communications. What exactly does that mean, Ashley? I am so glad that you asked that question because I'm going to reply to you. What this means is that every team should have a plan for how they are going to communicate with clients and then how they're going to communicate on projects and as a team. So make it make sense, Ashley. I'm glad that you said it just like that. We're going to make it make sense. So today's episode is going to focus on what is a communications plan, why it's needed. We're going to talk about the benefits and how you can create one. Okay. A communications plan. Let's just go back, back, Back and forth. Okay, we're not going to do the songs. I don't know. I don't have any songs this season. Okay. I don't know why that just popped into my spirit, but let us focus because we got to talk about communication and having a communication plan. So, in the traditional form of project management, you know, the planning, the organizing, the executing, the arrangement of tasks for a particular deliverable or product or service, there is a communication plan that outlines how you're going to communicate important information to key stakeholders. But I also want to ensure that this is not just for deliverables. This is also talking about how do we plan for communications with our clients and our team? Like, how are we doing that in our community? If you have a coaching program, if you have a membership community, you should be thinking about what are the communication workflows going to look like? What's involved in a communication plan? So I'm going to help take the traditional aspect of a communication plan from project management. And then I'm going to make sure that we are that we're filtering that to other areas of our work, life, and business. Okay. So when we're talking about communication and we're talking about it from the perspective of me, myself, and I, or me and other people that are working on a particular product, a service, a result. Perhaps it's a course, a virtual event, a membership community working on an ongoing project such as a YouTube show or a podcast. And you're working with people. You're working with people. It would behoove you, it would be in your best interest to have a plan for communication. Now, in some spaces, maybe eh, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten years ago, you may have had a long document that literally would say, This is my communications plan. And I think in some respects, that's probably needed. A little black and white, a little Google Doc, you know what I'm saying? That literally outlines what the communication's going to look like for key stakeholders. Well, As I alluded to in the beginning, we're not just talking about communications plan from a deliverable perspective only, but let's talk about it from a team perspective. But first things first, let's talk about the elements of a communications plan, okay? So what we're talking about here is your communication plan should really be your one-stop shop for your project communication strategies. So what does that mean? You're working on a project, virtual event, launching a product or service. You have team members, okay? So we're now thinking about this from the perspective of, we got a whole bunch of people that we're working with. What communication channels should we use, okay? And how should we use these channels? Are we gonna be texting back and forth? assignments and tasks and hey we're gonna meet in five minutes is that gonna be on a constant consistent basis I don't think so and I'd love for you all to uh go back it'll have to tag I'll definitely tag this in the show notes y'all Tag me, don't text me. That was a great Instagram reel that emphasized the importance of centralizing your communication in one place and having the importance of having one single source of truth. So when we say, what should a a communication plan include? We should be thinking about the communication channel itself. Where do we communicate? I'm going to tell you, you should have a project management tool as one tool, as one mechanism to communicate project tasks and statuses. That's how you're gonna be able to relate to a team member and really begin to collaborate with them on different work assignments. It's in one spot, it's centralized, shout out to ClickUp. And that will help you focus your time and attention on what matters most. Now, here's the question. Should we communicate in person or asynchronously? Now, for the purposes of this season, I know that we have lots of remote teams and we also have hybrid teams as well. So I'm gonna lean a little bit more into the remote and async communication, which we covered async communication early in the season. So having a project management tool such as ClickUp, having Slack, as a great day-to-day communication tool with your team members for async communication and real-time huddles. Ooh, that's going to be instrumental to the success of the project. Well, what else would we we say is going to be successful for a communication plan? I would say creating some rules, some, yeah, well, I guess we could call it rules, some standard agreements, on how you're going to update the project status. When is it going to be communicated? How are you going to communicate it? What details need to be shared frequently or not at all? And project roles are really going to be instrumental in that. Who is the project manager? What are the defined roles on the project team? And who exactly are the project stakeholders? And when we talk about stakeholders, we are talking about clients, team members, coaching clients your your membership community members your attendees okay project stakeholders but as an internal team you're really going to be looking at the project manager slash implementer you as the ceo and founder and whoever else could be your contractor that's marketing or admin or you know whatever the other roles are you want to make sure those are clearly identified So let's talk about what a communication plan, what it should not entail, okay? This is definitely not a PR strategy, okay? This is not about like social media or like identifying your target audience or key messages. This is strictly where we are literally documenting guidance on how we communicate with the project team on certain details and project status updates. To stakeholders like our clients, our customers, our contractors, our coaching clients, our virtual event attendees, our membership community. That's what we're talking about. That's exactly what we're talking about. And so what are the benefits of having a communication plan? Because some of you all are thinking, and I get it because I've had these discussions, well Ash, I know you're not saying that I need to document how I'm going to communicate. And yes I am. I'm definitely telling you that coming together in a huddle as a team and observing and this is this and listen, let me back this up. This is a great like brainstorming retreat like thing that should happen. Y'all should be together as a team talking about, all right, how do we want to communicate? You know what I'm saying? Like like, how? What are we going to communicate? Again, this is about communicating the right information to the right stakeholders at the right time. Not everybody needs to be notified of the details. Okay. So you have to decide, depending on the scenario, who needs to be on the conference call and who doesn't. All right. So if you have executive stakeholders like you, like you as a founder, you, you, you don't need to be involved in that, that real day-to-day stuff, unless you want to be, but adapt that you that you do. So shout out to the PMs that are leading and strategizing and moving the needle forward because this is what your role is going to be, is making sure that the communication is streamlined and people are getting the information necessary to make the right decisions to stay informed, to get the right feedback. And so that's why it's so important to having this benefit of having and creating a communication plan. So, let's take a let's take a beat on that because all of this has three central components. It's the people, it's the process, and it's the technology. Again, the people, the process, and the technology. So, the people, the roles that are identified and the responsibilities, the process, we're talking about the communications workflow. What is the workflow? What are the particular steps that are taking place from start to finish when it comes to communication? So if you need to communicate urgent, urgent, urgent type of news, what does that look like? And when I mean urgent, I mean, if there's a virtual event that you're hosting, there is something to be said about how you communicate if A speaker drops out at last minute. Who needs to know first? Who needs to know second? How do you make that adjustment? That's a contingency plan. Technology, all right? We got the process down. We got the people. So we wanna make sure that we're leveraging the right technology, that we're leveraging the right technology. I do wanna offer some perspective. This came from a Systems Lab Live back in June, 2022, and I think it's, I just believe this is a really good question. We should be asking ourselves, what is time-sensitive information and what constitutes urgent communication? Oftentimes, I believe that we're thinking that folks should be updated every two seconds. You know, I, I, I'm going to be honest. I love a good open communication. I don't mind if, if I'm working on a project and you tell me all, all of it, you know, you tell me some of it. You tell me a little bit of it, you know. I don't mind. I don't really mind, right? But I also know that there comes a, a point in time where you don't need to know all the information. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like you, you gotta really start to lean into your time and your energy management and deciding what's really for you and allowing team to handle everything else in between. So when we talk about time-sensitive information and what constitutes urgent communication, start thinking about that. Do you have a confidant or what's the better word for it? Or do you have that go-to person that's on the team that can literally break through a wall to uh, be able to communicate with you? Who's that person, right? And then what app or tool or what's that process look like? Are is it a phone call? Or is it utilizing Slack in a private channel, okay? And even with the technology tools that we've identified um, through, you know, different means, you know, I talked about Slack, I I talked about ClickUp, or you all may have other project management tools, it's going to be crucial, especially when you're looking at Slack from a day-to-day perspective, what type of items should be communicated, should convos be made public or private, depending on the subject matter. These are just things to think about when we're talking about developing a communications plan. Mm-hmm. So good, y'all. This is so good. So something else I want to, you know, be sure that we focus on. The three te- the three keys to team communication is understanding number one, like the content. Like what is it that we're communicating? Why is it that we're communicating and the method and form in which you should be communicating? I think it's really important with when you're meeting and you're collaborating with a team that everyone, you know, you get a, you get an understanding of what, what's, what are the best ways that everyone likes to communicate? Now you can't communicate 50 million different ways, but everyone should land on what are our best practices in terms of team communication? So you see, uh, I I, I just transitioned from talking about that deliverable-based communication and then now talking about having a communications plan from a very day-to-day team perspective, okay? So what we really wanna focus on too from building a communications plan is being able to understand from the perspective of a founder and a CEO, what's gonna work for everybody, right? And I think just putting out the do's and don'ts of communication is going to be great. And I just believe even if you guys are a newer team and y'all are just getting to know one another, this is a perfect opportunity because y'all are just learning each other. And please note that having a communications plan is something that is evolving and breathing and something that should be a continuous improvement process. So important, so, so, so important. And so when we're talking about Team communication, and we talk about what we can communicate and everything. Let's take it from the perspective of the the client communication. How does that work in terms of your offerings and your services? What does that workflow look like? What information does your client need to know and when? Another aspect of this team communication piece is understanding the importance of progress checks and making sure that people are looped in at the right time. And that'll help with not feeling as if you're overwhelmed, especially being in an app like Slack. The biggest complaint, there's too many pings, there's too many zings. And that's because there there aren't any rules around the communication. There aren't any rules. So think about it from this perspective. On a day-to-day basis, how do I want to communicate with my team? What are the particular channels that I need to create within Slack? And for those that are not familiar with Slack, it's a fantastic tool where you can literally communicate per channels. You can set up separate threaded channels all on projects, project communication, Project Phoenix, Project Mercury, Project Jupiter. And you can begin to, to communicate about the project, about the status, about ideas. And it's just a great opportunity to be in a place where it's centralized and you don't have to worry about popping in and out of an app or two apps or three apps to understand what's going on. And that's really important. Some other cool ways that you can use Slack from a team communications perspective is you can automate certain things like having a Monday morning check-in or an end of the week check-in that can be mod that could be, excuse me, automated and your team members can go in and they could, you know, just answer a few of the question prompts. Absolutely. So uh, lastly, I do want to talk about how does one build communication? Like how do you craft a communications plan? Which I think is fantastic. You can use the following tools. You can use Google Docs. I actually created a template for the women of project management. So shout out to the women of project management I created a uh, template for them. But here's some best practices in building a communications plan. So, and, and again, from the perspective, and I'm gonna give the perspective of client communication and then like the team communication piece. And then also I'll give a bonus for like members and community. So for the client communication, you really want to drive home the importance of the mode of communication when it comes to clients. Is it conference calls, Zoom calls, email, status reports? You know, that's going to be key. Like what's what what is the mode of communication? And what's your approach going to be? Are you going to have a client private Slack channel? with office hours. It could work, but make sure that's documented and making sure that the client knows, hey, this is how we do things at Shuler Strategies and this is why. So I'm gonna you know, outline a few bullet points of our communication process, especially with our clients. So for as a team, you can definitely have a checklist, you could have and record a couple of Loom videos if you wanted to, but I would have a very shorthand Google Doc or ClickUp Docs that just really explain all of the regular communications that you have with your team members. So ClickUp communication, inside the task, Slack communication, making sure that you're differentiating between what type of communication you need from Slack and then the type of communication that you need for ClickUp and talking about the issues and the tasks and the project challenges. So you're going to want to think through, what does that look like? And of course, you could always merge and you could always test and and try things out. From a community and membership community perspective, I would absolutely be documenting and writing down the communication plan for onboarding new members into your community and also offboarding. Also communicating how you are going to send information out to your members? Is it going to be email? Is it going to be text? Are you going to post inside of the app or the tool? Are you going to have a live stream monthly with updates? All of this is important to ask. My communications plan with my coaching clients or my membership community, rather, the membership community. But same could apply if you have coaching clients as well. But specifically, because there's so many community groups around, I believe we got to set expectations, set expectations for when we're communicating, why we're communicating, the mode of communication. I believe (laughs) you will win over hearts and minds by being thoughtful with your communication. That is my belief for sure. That is my belief. So when we're talking about how to build this out, you can certainly use a Google doc. You can use a ClickUp doc. You can also build this out in Notion. But generally speaking, for crafting this, you want to make sure that you include background and purpose of your communication plan. And then outlining the strategy, the communication goals, when you're going to have meetings and status reports. What does that look like? The modes of communication, status reports, meeting agendas, meeting minutes, video conferencing, email. So you can have sections of these in the Google Doc, in the ClickUp Doc, and even in Notion. Y'all don't have to create anything fancy, y'all. Y'all don't have to. If you even wanna go a little bit even more simpler, you could absolutely use a checklist, for sure. You could absolutely use a checklist. Creating a communications plan will eliminate frustration, reduce wastefulness, improve productivity, and it'll save money, absolutely, absolutely a 1,000%. That is exactly what a communications plan will do. All right, y'all, that's it. Super thankful for another episode and edition of Conversations with Ask Ash. I'm your host, Ashley Schuler. This has been a fantastic episode. If you would love to, to leave a review, I would love it. I'm gonna love that you wanna love leaving a, re- a review. Be sure to do that on the Apple Podcasts. Also on the website, conversationswithaskash.com. Would love to be able to read your reviews. Would be awesome to do so. Also send me a direct message. Let me know what you think about the season so far. Let me know what you think about this episode, about creating a communications plan. Happy to answer any additional questions. All right, y'all. It's been real. This is Conversations with Ask Ash, how to create a communications plan. I'm your host, Ashley Schuler, and we'll see you next time. Thank you for listening to Conversations with Ask Ash. Please be sure to subscribe, leave a five-star review, and follow Ashley on social media at AshleyShuler underscore. That's A-S-H-L-E-Y-S-H-U-L-E-R underscore.